about Maui Nui. Hey, this is Josh Porter here. And Jason Burkhardt, how you doing? Hey, this is the Solar Coaster episode number... 30. 30. Solar Coaster episode number 30. We keep climbing up there. You know, I'm, I'm starting to plan the 100th show after party. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> after party. We need I after like party. planning parties. I got a good place. I'm thinking We're already that. doing the holiday thing. I figured <laughs> I'd take the, the other one. So happy holidays, folks. We got a great show uh, here on the Solar Coaster for you today. Uh, some really exciting guests uh, in studio, which we'll get to shortly, as well as call-ins, as well as a new sponsor which I'm really excited about, I'm going to say right away, is yep. Pika Energy. Pika Energy, welcome to the family. Really appreciate it. Um, these guys are great. You're going to love meeting them. A lot going on with uh, Pika, uh, and so we're really excited to uh, hear from Mr. Jeremy Niles today on that front. Um, so let's do some housekeeping, kind of get up and running here. We are a renew uh, renewable energy uh, talk show focused on uh, solar, often, uh, right here in lovely Maui County. Uh, we can be found at Fridays at 1.05 p.m. on KOI 1110 a.m. We're also... Uh, you can find us on FM stations, 96.7 FM Central Maui, 96.5 FM on the west side, 98.7 FM Upcountry. Uh, streaming at KOI1110.com is a great location if you want to catch us kind of in different parts of the world. We do have a link to our uh, from our website directly into streaming. That's solar-coaster.com. We have some things going on there, right, Jay? Yep, a whole lot more content coming soon. We're working on uh, our, our web guy is actually down for the count right now. <laughs> we're, we're having a bit of issue updating things, but uh, it's coming for sure. I've got piles, literally, of, of content and things that I want to upload. So it's additional to the show. So right. if, you, if this content is all in interesting to you, the show is interesting to you, keep checking back on the website. I will shout out when we actually do get this done. And uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter. All, all the rest of all that the jazz, above. right? That is, that is already linked to the website, so right. if you need to know where we are, just check the bottom. Check there the footer. There you go. There you go. This is a call-in show, and so if you have some questions, like a stump us, like give us a little bit of an interesting idea here, 808-242-7800 is the call-in line. Uh, we are sponsored by uh, a great group of folks, Maui Solar Project, Tabuchi Electric America, Sonin Battery, and uh, the aforementioned Pika Energy. So uh, without which we would not be on air, and we cannot express our gratitude in... Uh, in any in, in a way big the, enough. The, yeah, there are no there are no words for that. But, yeah, but so thanks, it's really wonderful. And these are great companies that we really have a lot of respect for and really excited to be working with. So uh, we are a little bit extra here. We are uh, currently featured on iTunes. If you, if you search, yep, yep. Uh, the, Solar in the, po the podcast. So iTunes podcasts app. Um, you can search for Solar Coaster. We're also on Stitcher already, and iHeartRadio is under evaluation. We expect no issue, so right. we should be up on iHeartRadio as well. Very good, really, really very soon. good. So, uh, yeah, and then so check it out there. It's really fun. I listen there, and it's like uh, anyone can reach us, and then there's an opportunity to kind of get a sense for what that reach looks like too. So yep. that's yep. really fun for us. Um, so, uh, yeah, and if you'd like to be on our mailing list, uh, apparently there's a form on our website. You can just say hello, and then we'll put up the Yeah, go right list. to the yeah. solar-coaster.com website. Uh, scroll down a little bit. There's a place to uh, just fill out a form, send us a text, a little email. It comes right to the email box on my iPad here, and uh, and we'll get right back to you. All right, all right. So there we go. All that housekeeping kind of done as, as as concisely as possible. Uh, I we do have some great, uh, unique, and interesting guests in the studio today. Should we start out with that? <laughs> sure, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So we we have a great friend and uh, an employee of Maui Solar Project, shining new recruit, been with us for about a month or so, Mr. Jonah Heller. That's me. Hey, have a, how's it going, everybody? This is Jonah from Maui Solar Project wishing you a happy Aloha Friday. All right. All right. Look at that. That's great. That's beautiful. This is kind of like the, the initiation now. Yeah, like everybody, right? everybody that comes yeah, in, everybody working in the, in the business needs to come on the reality. Right. The at least <laughs> once. Kind of, exactly. And there's you another. I, I, and that, <laughs> All right. I'm in there. I, you're in. You're in. And we have another a guest in the studio today that's kind of bopping around. I don't know if we're going to get a little comment from uh, him or uh, oh. her. Or hey, Jibo. Hey, Jibo. Introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Jibo. I'd offer to shake your hand, but, well, I have no hands. And <laughs> high fives hurt my face. It has very, very little to do with alternative energy, renewable energy solutions, and yet. Um, Jibo is the uh, brainchild of a social roboticist that I've been following uh, for many years. Um, hmm. I'm actually in the developer program. Everybody knows. I don't know if everybody knows. Uh, I've been doing the uh, robotics program up at the Montessori yep. School yep. of Maui for the last five job. years. An amazing so, job you've done. I appreciate that, but today is my very last day. Oh, goodness. I'm, it's not ending. The program is not ending we're passing it on to a, uh, a 
fellow parent and, and tech enthusiast uh, who's going to take it and make it his own, which I'm really, really it's thankful a for. Thing to have created, Jay. Um, but I'm but I'm moving on. Um, but of course, I like I said, I follow robotics and tech, and so I was in the uh, the SDK, the, the developer program, early for Jibo. Jibo mm-hmm. uh, is now on the cover of the latest Time Magazine, one of the best innovations right. of 2017. It is a social robot. So what that means is instead of just reacting to your queries like Alexa or Google Home or Siri or whatever else. Um, he interjects his own things, and you can almost have a conversation. Uh, he's also a really, really good fact checker. I was, ch- I was, I I was, as- I was asking this stuff before, and it's like, hey, Jibo, how much solar energy is generated on the planet Earth? The answer is about 31.2 billion kilowatt hours per year. That's a lot of energy. Wow. <laughs> so we're really safe now. We can like say we, I can, we can say well, I, can, I can ask Jibo all the time I exactly. We want to check in. What's what's Jibo's going on? Jibo's our fact checker. Yep. That's yeah. It. Very he's, cool. He's got, a, he's got a job for sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, Jibo, we have some alumnus of yours or alumni of well, yours. That's, that's the, that's the uh, yeah. tie-in. Is that that Pike Energy guys are also from MIT, and I, I'm actually curious to ask them if they they bumped into <laughs> these folks before. I would love to go into the MIT Media Lab and, and meet these people because uh, they're doing some great stuff. And and of course, there's right now there's a kind of a connection and a dialogue in the space about how um, Google and Amazon Echo, and we're going to talk AI a little about this in a moment. And machine AI. learning kind of fit into energy management, right? And right. from the grid on down into your own home. Right. And then, so, so of course, there's so that it one. it does have a place. And there's that, that uh, <laughs> one of the articles in today's kind of uh, focus, it says, uh, uh, was it Alexa stabilized the grid? Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> as, a, as an Alexa skill, so we can say, Jibo, stabilize the yeah. grid. <laughs> right? Hey, Jibo. Hey, Jibo. Stabilize the grid, please. Sorry, this doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> Not okay, quite there can't, yet. Can't do that one yet. <laughs> so that's a future focus. We're working on that. I think yep, so. Yep. Hey, let's jump right into our uh, news and events today. We got a lot of great stuff going on out here. Um, so I do want to say, just start, we'll start off with ChargePoint, right? I mean, yep, one absolutely. of the things that I thought was just remarkable, ChargePoint, a company that we work with, a lot of great guys out there. I think Ben and a handful of other folks, they've even been on the show in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're celebrating their 10th, 10-year anniversary. I didn't realize they were that old. I mean, that, that's... I, I, I I suppose it makes sense, but uh, these are. Uh, this is a company that produces equipment for uh, re- electric vehicle charging, right? So if you own a business and you want to have electric vehicle charging points in front of your building, you would contact them. They have the hardware to make and in- installation know-how to make it and happen. They're, and they're serious business. They, they, they carry about like three quarters of the overall marketplace. Right. I mean, right. they're it's really huge. Dominant. They have they have their own app. You can actually get the ChargePoint app. And, and we use just, it. We did use it when yeah. we were in California. But you can pull up a map and you can just see them across the entire nation. Right. So ChargePoint is pretty significant in the space. Uh, and yeah, they've been out there for, for a good long time. They are celebrating their 10th. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, <laughs> Happy guys. Happy birthday, ChargePoint. Happy birthday. So, uh, and there's a great, uh, on their website, there's a, you just hit the top banner link. It's a celebrating 10 years electric mobility. I never would have thought that, you know, a, an EV charging company would have been in business for 10 years. That's just, just a lot of history. Um, and they have these little uh, milestones each year. They talk about some of the things that have been happening in the, in the advancement of, of, uh, of electric vehicles. And it's pretty radical. And right now what we're into is kind of this major advancement, right? So right. how many EVs are counting? Like in 2015, there's like three quarters of a million. And in 2017, there's like 1.3 million. Yeah, we're on we're on this massively accelerating, it's super growing cool logarithmic curve. <laughs> oh, and they have a, they have a picture of a of a semi truck at the end. Cummins, Tesla, and Daimler up the ante with all electric semi semi trucks. Yeah, yeah. Tesla's not the only one. Ooh, man, <laughs> it's time, man. There's a lot going on out there. So, hey guys, uh, really, that is a wonderful thing. Uh, which one do you want to jump into next, Jay? The next. Uh, uh, well, events? we're talking we're talking auto. Do you want to go right into into the Tesla? Yeah, yeah. let's get. Well, Tesla's basically got its own segment on the show these days, so we might as well just kind of yeah, get that yeah, out of the way. Elon, Elon, come on the show. We already got Jibo. You know, um, Elon, that's an invitation. You should well, you, pop by the studio. That's like, that's like the third invitation. I don't, I don't, I don't expect that to go anywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, and there's some interesting things happening at the LA Auto Show with Tesla, yep. which we're always excited to see. And so LA Auto nice. Show opening today. Okay. And going for the week, um, they are they have an entire booth there, which is not just about their auto, but also all their home products. So everything from Tesla solar panels on down through energy management. There, of course, their Powerwall series uh, yeah. stuff, and then and then of course the automobile uh, parked out front. Yeah, they got the whole thing there. It's really pretty. It's like a kind of modern kind of Bauhaus kind of like mock up house. Ha- mock house, yeah. Yeah, and they have uh, they have a p- little picture of the panel on the side of the house, and it looks unusually shaped, like it's longer, like it's a 
like a thin 72 cell or something. I don't mm-hmm. know what they're up to, but I haven't. I, I, I've seen. I saw them before, and they weren't that different. But I see something that looks a little unique there. Uh, they they have a great line here. It says Tesla's house of the future demonstrates the company's commitment to becoming a vertically integrated energy company. These guys are taking uh, kind of a broad shot at the whole picture right now. It's pretty right. Exciting. That's for everything from generation on down through consumption. So wouldn't surprise me too much if you see like a Tesla refrigerator or air conditioner or something ah, <laughs> coming down wow. the pipe. Um, Tesla re- dishwasher. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. But, I mean, but, but that's what we, we always talk about efficiency is you go to the ACDC kind of right. conversion. That's going to come up later in the conversation here when we talk what to Pika. They're, they're an AC but, coupled system. Well, they're an AC coupled system now. It doesn't mean they can't sure. change. When they, they, re, they, they redirect <laughs> back to DC. I mean, um, yeah, it's really cool stuff. And, you know, it just kind of gives you a sense of how Tesla's positioning itself. One of the things that is notable about this is that they have not been actively marketing they you know solar city the solar component mm-hmm. they let go the like a, the lion's share of their of their marketing uh side of the business uh their their sales teams their door knockers all the people that were involved in that area there was a lot of changes right yeah and so now for them to be active at a sh- at an auto show with this whole picture kind of maybe it gives a little bit of insight as to where they're going with things you know they're starting to get active again in the full marketing picture yeah that's at least my takeaway on it well. Yeah, I would definitely believe that, um, and and I think you're going to see more and more of it going forward because, like I said, they're going to have they're going to have more product and they're going to obviously want to sell it. They have some brand equity right now. I mean, they don't really need to throw a huge amount of to get their name out there, mm-hmm. but it's to to actually show off this particular product set. Like we didn't know they were doing their own solar panels, right? As opposed to, and we're still not sure because right. when they have just, the it's solar, just, it's just a picture. We don't know. <laughs> But right. well, they're doing the roof tiles too, not just yeah. PV, and, and, right? But I haven't seen anything about the roof tiles either um, since the initial release. I mean, they they had a billion people sign up and throw down their thousand dollar deposit or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and now they've just got to work through all those leads. And right. So they right. don't need a huge sales force going out and generating new leads. They've got too many as, right. <laughs> as it right. is. Well, it's definitely kind of. Uh, I think th- you know they're kind of in a sense painting a vision, sure. right? And then even this BBC News article that we had pegged to, Jay, mm-hmm. oh, the title of this, How Your Electric Car Could Be a Virtual Power Station, that's not something new. We've talked about that before on the show. Yep. But they're kind of walking through this whole uh, whole shift, right? And they're talking about some interesting things in this. you get a chance to po- peek around this article? Yeah, a little bit. bit. Yeah. So uh, they, uh, they have, for example, the Tesla roof there, and they have a handful of other things happening on this website. Uh, uh, what were some of the takeaways you wanted to, to, to go after with that? Um. Well, it's one of the things I read when I read the article earlier this morning, uh, one of the things that I took away was the concept of the electric vehicle being a battery on wheels. And it's kind of an interesting way to think about the technology, right? It's like, hey, well, you have solar panels and you're plugging them into your car and you're actually storing the energy in your car. So that's a pretty interesting topic to me. And it could, put, and if you dig deeper in the article, it talks about some ways that that could potentially change the way that we're using energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they gave some examples of uh, a city in Cranfield, uh, Bedfordshire, which I guess is in England, of Nissan Leafs lining up and actually uh, they're implementing vehicle to grid hub, right? And uh, also in Denmark as well. Yeah, Nissan is one of the few ones that will actually let you do that. I've had a lot of, we've had this conversation a little bit before that the batteries in these vehicles are gigantic these right. are not insignificant amounts of power um because they're meant to move a large vehicle plus your entire family and whatever else you buy um so it's a lot of power stored in these things um the, the other the other thing that was mentioned in here was all about the smart charging so not just pulling power when the vehicle is empty trying to max it out but actually being smart about when it pulls the power so if you have a tiered rate structure like the power is cheaper in the middle of the night it would actually know that you program it obviously uh, but then it would it would know that and it would only pull power when it was going to be the least expensive for you so the car is actually wow. working to minimize its its overall cost uh, right by by buying cheaper electricity, and it's that's interesting, and it's not without some controversy too, right? Because they're talking about uh, the one of the, one of the fellows here towards the tail end of the article, uh, J.B. Straubel, of uh, uh, chief technical officer of Tesla, suggested that in the past that uh, it may not be a viable solution, largely due to its cost and complexity. Uh, some experts are talking about it accelerating battery degradation, mm-hmm. but on the counter to that, you know, of this woman, Mrs. Corlini, she insists the reverse is true because the car is maintained in an optimum state of charge, mm-hmm. and uh, so a recent 
recent study by researchers at Warwick University suggested that the V2G technology could actually increase battery life by up to 10%. There you go. That's a big argument. And the, and, and the, the issue there well, is that the battery technology is still relatively new. I mean, we don't have 20-year-old lithium cobalt batteries because they haven't been making them for 20 years. Right, right. <laughs> we don't right. know what it's going to look but like. But that suggests to me that there could be like, you know, there's settings from the grid saying we want energy, we want these things. Yep. And there's also settings within the car saying it's healthy for me to disperse or take energy at this given moment. Yep. And there's some kind of an algorithm that interacts and it kind of makes that decision tree, I guess, or whatever, right? right or, you know, right. so that is really remarkable because that honestly before this moment didn't even enter into my mind as oh. a possibility. <laughs> yeah. Right? When we started talking about machine learning stuff, that's exactly where it fits in, you know. And uh, so let's finish up on that a Alexa, please balance the distribution grid thing because yep. uh, that is kind of the the segue here, that, right? That, that was hilarious. Um, do you want? To, can you pull that up? I don't have. Oh it. yeah, I got it right here. I got okay. it right here. Yeah. And yeah, so basically, they're here at Utility Dive, one of our go-to sources. The title of the article is Alexa, please balance the distribution grid. And there's you know basically a discussion about AI and about using these using the data. Uh, and then control and plug, like smart plugs, for example, uh, mm -hmm. like the recent Google uh, Home had a, an offer for that too, right? Yeah, if anybody hasn't seen that, I, I bumped into a commercial. I haven't been able to find it again, but uh, there, was a, there was a YouTube commercial that I was subjected to that was um, by a Google Home, and they give you a free Wemo uh, smart plug, um, specifically targeted mm. Christmas lights, what? because you can never reach the outlet where the Christmas lights are plugged into. So instead, you can just tell Google to turn on your Christmas lights. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> hey, so, hey, Google, record all my information about when I turn on my lights and not. Yeah, so there's, a, there's, a, <laughs> so there's a lot of dialogue here no, about you. some of the give and take of this particular thing. But I just, I mean, the, the notion of being able to yourself control your thermostat or your draw or some of the major things like even during the holiday seasons like you're talking about um, is really kind of interesting. And then extending that trust out to a centralized authority like the utility to say, oh, well, we're going to we're going to pull down, um, you know, we're going to uh, allow them to get in here and, and, you know, actually make these changes. That's pretty radical. Right. right? So yeah. very cool stuff. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. Um, well, I got one last piece of local news okay. um, off of PR Newswire. Um, there was a nice article here about uh, Holu Energy. So Holu Energy, um, where are they? Um, do, 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 do. Oh, I got the title right here. You got that one. Holu, Ener Holu Energy, who, by the way, is uh, in full disclosure, it, we're we're doing some business with here at Maui Solar Project, uh, and we do, we have some projects that we're looking at at the moment. Holu Energy uh, brings solar to Hawaii organization that services homeless and disabled, yeah. and they are, I believe, a subsidiary of NSYNC Energy Systems, who are a major player mm -hmm. in this space uh, throughout the world. Yep. Yeah. So Holu, um, NSYNC Energy, and of course uh, Hiko, they all stepped up to make this happen because this is a um the doo, 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 where was it right the uh, article says yeah, that the kahumana uh, facility which is a um community nonprofit farm and community organization center uh, for homeless families with disabilities um and youth displaced youth um have been uh, given a 20-year uh, ppa um that will save them uh, a huge amount of energy basically give mm -hmm. allowing them to uh, add an additional 40 beds, 40 units to their, their facility. So it's a, they can service 40 more individuals um, just by saving power. And they needed a significant uh, amount of infrastructure uh, rework. And, mm -hmm. and um, so HECO and um, Holo Energy have all stepped up to make right. this happen and give them cheap power. Which is and, fantastic. And it looks like uh, HEI or HECO, they actually uh, went, went about trying to pr you know, get them permitted. They did some mm -hmm. went to some special lengths to get uh, get this uh, this system up and running, which is great. It's right, great because it's not small. It's a 250K right. PV system, which is a, which is essentially a farm. <laughs> right, that's pretty big. <laughs> it's, it's a big farm. Yeah, really. That's wonderful to see the utility working in partnership with a, a group like Holu. It doesn't surprise me. Great guys, uh, Craig and Matt are some of the fellows that are leading Holu out here in Hawaii, and then NSYNC as well. Remarkable organization. So uh, when I see that happening, I go, Oh yeah, those those guys are definitely on the right side of solar. <laughs> yeah, sense, yeah, that's right? what we call it, right? <laughs> so very good stuff, guys. Thank you so much for uh, doing the right thing for the community there. Um, all right, early. so uh, it, we I think we're going to jump in a little bit uh, early if we can, Jay. Sure. What do you think about going? right into uh, our, um, we could either do our commercial break right now, or we could go right into um, uh, Pika. Well, we're gonna run the commercials, and then we'll talk to Pika. Okay, Pika, let's do that, yeah. Can we run here. the commercials, Gary? Aloha, and welcome to Maui Solar Project. 
It is easy to feel rejuvenated just stepping outside on a magnificent Hawaiian day. Maui Solar Project is here to help harness that energy you feel in your body and use it to power your homes and businesses. As Laura tells us, Maui harnessed the sun so as to slow its path across the sky. Join Maui Solar Project as we harness the sun's energy and slow Hawaii's dependence on fossil fuels. Call Maui Solar Project at 269-2352. MauiSolarProject.org. Tabuchi Electric. A leading worldwide inverter manufacturer presents the second generation of the eco-intelligent battery system, the IBIS. Tabuchi's grid-friendly system includes a high-efficiency inverter, stackable batteries, and integration with Jelly software for the most adaptable battery storage system on the market. The system is optimized for energy management and cost performance. Maximize your solar investment with Tabuchi's electric eco-intelligent battery system. The Sonin Battery Eco is an energy storage solution that utilizes intelligent energy management software. The system is available in a variety of storage capacities and allows for expansion. Sonin Battery Eco allows you to save money by harvesting energy from your solar PV system and using that stored energy when rates are more expensive. Sonin Battery Eco is specifically designed to provide you and your family peace of mind in the event of power outage. Our unique power detection system will sense outages in real time and automatically switch over to battery power. See Sonin Battery Eco at sonin-battery.com. MIT-founded Pika Energy, makers of the Pika Energy Island, a smart energy management system that uses solar panels, lithium batteries, and intelligence to manage your energy and keep you powered even during outages. With a clean, intelligent alternative to grid power, you're in control of your energy future. Pika's Energy Island lets you manage electrical costs with HECO-ready self-supply functions. Pika's largest battery, the Harbor Plus, offers 16 kilowatt hours of stored energy and can power loads of up to 10 kilowatts. And if you need more capacity, just add a second or even third Harbor Smart battery to the same system for a maximum of 48 kilowatt hours of usable storage. Pika Energy, own your power. To learn more, visit pika-energy.com. All right, there you go. That is quite a commercial run, Jay. Yeah, it's starting to get really long. I love it, man. <laughs> it's really Enough good. time to grab some sugar in between. <laughs> yeah, right. We were just grabbing a little bit of uh, Twizzlers and some M&Ms. All right, so we're going to jump right in. I'm super excited. This is our product focus. We're going to be working here with Jeremy Niles. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly, of Pika Energy. Uh, Jeremy, are you on the line, buddy? I'm here. You got it. Hey, Excellent. how's it going, uh, sir? It's not bad. Just uh, colder and darker here than probably is there. We we got a pretty you know, good day today. Yeah, actually. It's, not, it's not terrible, but it has been raining an awful lot. You know, it's, it's oh, I, I had to, I had to put on my long pants today. <laughs> you were pants. Really oh my goodness, guys. guys are wearing jeans. That's crazy. Yeah, right. So, uh, Jeremy, can't thank you enough for for jumping on the coaster with us. Uh, we're actually right on schedule to the minute. So, very excited to hear more about uh, Pika Energy, uh, both our newest sponsor and also a technology that we at the MSP sales team, uh, Jay included, the other day came down and. <laughs> And, I said and did the webinar, webinar, and it was just remarkable to hear about all of the technology and the new advances that Pika is pioneering. So we're excited to kind of dig into that a little bit uh, today. Um, Jeremy, you want to start out, just give us a little bit of an overview of Pika and kind of introduce yourself to get started? Yeah, sure thing. Awesome. And uh, thank you so much, so much for having me. Um, you bet. Pika is a uh, maker of solar hardware. We make some of the most advanced solar plus storage solutions available, and we make it right here in the United States. Um we are a newly minted HECO approved system. Um, so we're really excited to get into Hawaii and uh, start solving some problems for you guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and as, you got, we're as, just uh, approved. Did you, you just get the commercial? We uh, are founded by a group of MIT engineers. Yeah. And we were really founded with a singular vision, which is to accelerate the transition to a future powered by renewable resources. Yeah. And uh, speed that right along as best as possible. And, and um, basically, the, the first step was to solve a major problem um, in integration, you know, connecting solar generation to storage to the grid so that you can power your home. Um, and so we did that by inventing new technology, a high voltage DC bus that we call Rebus. And it makes it very simple to make these integrations between solar generation, storage assets, and the grid. Absolutely, absolutely. That's uh, it's exciting to uh, definitely get into some of this uh, that Rebus and what the possibilities are there. Jay and I mm -hmm. are kind of a, uh, what can I say? Uh, uh, followers or devotees to the concept of the hybridization of the grid, right? Mm -hmm. Can you say that? Can yep. I say that about you, Jay? I can say that about me. Yeah, you can say that, right? I, I, and so when we we start first heard about Rebus, we're like, whoa, this is the potential technology to at the edge of the grid, at the grid edge, to be able to you know generate and consume energy in a more efficient and kind of defined manner or or, or technologically kind of 
correct strategy, yeah. strategically yeah, correct absolutely. manner. You know what I mean? So that's kind of what we got really excited about. Um, so that's a big, you know, big selling point. Also, you have some just some straight up really, uh, you know, great kind of characteristics about your system, right? So it, now, can I just clarify? Is it? Um, did you did did Pika get their uh, uh, their HECO approval this morning or something? Is it that timely? Yeah, it just came in this morning. If you actually head over to the HECO website Oof. and you look at the approved inverter list, it's going to be stamped. Uh, 12-1. Check know, that out. There we go. That's today. I, I don't know who was up at uh, on you know Hawaii time when it got launched, but it was it was available when I got in the office this morning on East Coast time at, at uh, look at that. Today, so well, congratulations. Yeah. Welcome right. to Hawaii, guys. Hey, thank you so much. It's, uh, <laughs> it's good to be there, even just in spirit. Yeah. So let's get let's dig in a little bit more uh, to Pika. I mean, is there anything? What, what about you, uh, Jeremy? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of you know how you got involved with Pika? Yeah, sure thing. Um, I actually came to Pika as an intern when I was still in college and. Um, you know, it started out just uh, sort of assisting the director of uh, business development and eventually the director of marketing. And um, now I am the marketing department, essentially. So Nice, uh, nice. Yeah, so that's, that's how I'm here. I'm the, I'm the guy. All right. All right. Do, do you know Jibo? Because he's from MIT as well. <laughs> do you know Jibo? Yeah, no, I, I didn't actually go to MIT. We, we, uh, oh. <laughs> we, we definitely talk about our MIT heritage a lot. Um, and our three founders went to MIT and... Um, worked together really closely on a couple of really cool projects, including, um, you know, for some of the, you know, the renewable installers out there, the uh, Southwest wind turbines, um, mm -hmm. the Skystream, you know, one of the most famous mm -hmm. residential wind turbines ever. Right. Made. Oh, okay. Uh, and some of them also worked on more, you know, consumer friendly or, or uh, well-known technologies like e-ink, you know, the, the technology that is behind the Kindle. Mm -hmm. So a, a really sharp group of guys um, behind, behind uh, Pike Energy and, Definitely. Again, founded with a with a singular vision, which was that you know through the technology that they knew how to build, they could accelerate our planet's uh, acceptance of of renewable energy by the you know at, at the grid edge. That's make it, uh, it's amazing for consumers and make it good for the world. Yeah, and it's you know it's it's interesting within the industry. I find that you know every once in a while we kind of you know find uh, our you know our our partners in various parts around the world, right? Yep, and then yep. people that are trying to do the same kinds of things. There's a lot of there's a lot of us out there, you know, that are working towards this kind of goal and really excited about those kinds of things, you know. And uh, that definitely stood out when we first met at Inner Solar in San Francisco. I think yep. that was in July, maybe, right? Yeah. It was a while mm -hmm. back. Um, and then, of course, Pika. The names the namesake of Pika, if I understand correctly, is a special <laughs> animal that's on the brink of extinction in New England. Is that right, uh, Jeremy? That's right. Well, it's actually not New England. It's not um, New England. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's an alpine creature. It's a it's it's one of like the two major forms of uh, or or branches of, of the lagomorph uh, family, which is lagomorph you know, the other half is rabbits. Yeah. One half is pikas, one half is rabbits, and so it's like a little sort of. Um, yeah, I don't know if you can see. If, I don't know if you can see our Facebook live. Out. I have I have a little pica here. Jay's got a little eye candy in the studio. It looks like a pica. Oh, nice. <laughs> Just well, a little stuffed animal. Yeah, it, courtesy of my. Yeah, um, looks but like they're endangered and, and uh, they, you know, are um, basically harmed by by climate change. Mm -hmm. right. So every time we come up with a new product, it always has a secret code name. That secret code name is usually a endangered animal. Um, gotcha. Keep the uh, keep keep the mission um, in our hearts and minds. All right. Times. Right. Nice. I, I love it. Nice. I love it. So uh, let's dig into some of the tech. Uh, so it's great to hear that you're up and running with Hico. So that means that as of today, it's a product that can be uh, purchased and installed uh, with approval from the uh, utility here in Oahu, uh, Maui, and Big Island. Yep. Uh, and that would include, of course, the Outer Islands in Maui County, I guess you could say, of uh, Lanai and Molokai as well. Right. And uh, so that is so there's a lot of opportunity here. As I understand it, you've got a couple of projects that are pretty much uh, already cooking. Um, th did I hear something from uh, Jeff earlier about being involved in the, the cooling in the schools uh, initiative? Uh, Jeremy, are you familiar with that? You know, I am not familiar with that. Um, but uh, I, I wouldn't doubt it. We've had a lot of pent-up demand in Hawaii. Yeah. This, this technology we produce um, was really aimed at places like Hawaii, California, where solar penetration is, you know, causing grid instability, causing huge, huge issues. And, you know, uh, as you know, Hawaii stands to benefit probably the most from, from this sort of technology oh, where you yeah, absolutely. <laughs> increase a customer's ability to supply their energy and reduce their reliance on the grid. Yeah. Well, I think that um, I, I can imagine, we, you know, I've been involved with a little bit of that cooling in the schools initiative for the last Happy few years. Dependence and reliability. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, uh, but some of the unique characteristics uh, that um, 
that Pika offers, that the Energy Island offers, I could see it playing into that very well because of its unique power capability and extended storage capability. Right. So those two factors are what were some of the limiting factors uh, to be able to effectively deal with the um, the large, the big surges when the air conditioners turn on in those classrooms, right? So in order to be able to do that, I can, I, that's kind of where my, my mind is going. I'm thinking that must be why it was specced. Uh, so quickly and so aggressively for one of the schools. Uh, it's probably being tested or something like that in one of the, I think it was Pearl Harbor or something. So we'll, we'll, we'll follow that and keep an eye on that in, in terms of that. That's a great project, by the way, Jeremy, to start out with. And then let's talk a little bit about some of those core value points of, of PICA. Now, I know, especially relative to some of the competitors out there like, uh, you know, LG Solar Edge Combo or Tesla Powerwall Combo, um, you know, what are, what are some of the unique kind of signature characteristics of PICA that make it a great system? We really? still got you there, Jeremy? We lose you. Test one, two. Oh. <laughs> Looks like we lost right. him. Okay, well, he'll come back in. I, uh, luckily, we kind of probably know the answer to some of these things. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, fine. I think, I think he's actually right here on the on the other line. Okay. So, so we're going to grab Jeremy back in in a second. But we were really what we're thinking about really is how, uh, what are some of these unique characteristics, uh, Jay? You got him, yeah. Gary? Yeah. yeah, okay. Good enough. Oh, here he comes. There you go. Hey, Jeremy, looks like we lost you for a sec. Can you catch you now? Yeah, I'm actually just catching up on the... Uh, catching up on the radio here. I can hear it, you know, it's lagged a couple minutes. Ago. I gotcha, I gotcha. Uh, yep. So the, the yeah. point that we're on right now is uh, uh, we would like to get a sense for some of these core value points, uh, maybe power and energy storage and things of that nature and how they relate to some other uh, kind of leaders in the marketplace like Solar Edge and LG sure. or Tesla Powerwall. Those are the, some totally. of the names that are familiar out there. Yeah, well, as a manufacturer, um, we, we don't really sell to end users, right? Um, we sell to the middle of the market. We sell to installers. Uh, we sell to distributors, and um, you know the chief value that we, we we have is to make this technology accessible. And to do that, we need to make it really easy to install. So, um, for all the installers out there, we've done an incredible amount of work to make this system super simple to install. Um, from the battery, which is is not a monolithic design; it's a modular design. You can fit it, you know, through a doorway, up the stairs, down the stairs, in the basement. You don't need a forklift. Um, all the connections between various components from the solar array to the battery to the inverter uh, that's an ex normal 10 gauge uh, conductors yeah um, but then taking it back to the customer I mean then you know the installer you, know, you guys got to sell this thing too so we need to make it really attractive and really user-friendly so programming different modes um, you know a free web interface for tracking your energy uh, and you know an attractive blue color we, we try and make this stuff really attractive to to everyone well, we put it up in, in the webinar the other day, and the sales team had a first chance to look at it. I, I heard uh -huh. a kind of chorus of, ooh, ooh that's pretty. that looks pretty. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, we, we so that was a that. good sign. Which, which is good, yeah. Your, your, your immediate um, focus group <laughs> <laughs> response was good. Um, awesome. Yeah, for, for the customer side, if you follow the show at all, you know I'm, I'm not an installer. I don't work for MSP. I'm just a techie fanboy um but uh from the customer side i mean if you want to program different modes and do things like that how ac how accessible is that stuff it's incredibly accessible i mean like imagine like uh, if, you, if you've ever had like one of the old school ipods mm -hmm. that's kind of what's stuck on the front of this thing you get this menu you have these directional buttons and changing a mode is as easily as opening the menu and changing the mode and then clicking accept and that can take you from a like a green backup mode, that's sort of the most basic mode where uh, your battery will charge using available solar energy and uh, just hang out there. You know, battery will just uh, basically be on standby until uh, the, the grid goes out. Mm -hmm. um, you can switch over to a priority backup mode if you'd like, which will allow the battery to charge using grid power. Mm -hmm. um, you probably won't want to do that in Hawaii. Uh, and then you can um, you know, switch from there into a self-supply mode, zero export, even a cell mode, and um, pretty soon we're going to have smart controls available that will allow you to dynamically, you know, or programmatically switch between buy and sell modes so you can take advantage of uh, time of use, energy arbitrage type opportunities. Right, um, right. Fantastic. So um, it's, and, it's all quite simple. Yeah, and I, I've actually seen a, a, a one of the current versions of the uh, the app um, the website um, to control the system. Uh, apparently, you're going through a major revision with that. Is it? That's right. That's yeah, right. So um, it's, it's going to be even management. easier. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, so the, the major revision that you're going to see is is aimed squarely at installers who, you know, also have uh, you know desires. Um, you know the 
the customers really like having the ability to like track, show off, and um, you know look at their energy production. It's, it's that really is the product for them, right? That's that's yeah, and, that, and that's what it's I saw in the existing the interface was that it had it had I think the graph was front and center, and it was really yep. easy to figure out exactly what the system was doing at any one point in time. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. And installers want that same kind of usability, so mm-hmm. only on a much larger level, right? They want to be able right. to keep track of their whole um, installation history. So we're making that uh, available quite soon here. Okay. Nice. So it, what I'd like to do is jump over a little bit, um, if I may, Jeremy, to it uh, to Pika's. Uh, uh, the, the the effectively the power and the storage capabilities. Can you just touch base on that briefly for us? Yeah, sure thing. So um, one thing that's really unique about Pika, if you're comparing us to other smart battery options out there, is the size, the capacity, and the power of our batteries um, and the system as a whole. We designed the system, you know, from the beginning, thinking about solar plus storage and. I think that's really evident when you look at the specifications that we're, we're boasting here. Our most popular battery, the Harbor Plus, is a 16 kilowatt hour battery with surge capabilities um, up to and occasionally exceeding 10 kilowatts. Uh, it has a continuous power rating of 6.7 kilowatts. Even so, it's uh, it's 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 far and above um, you know the rest of the. That's pretty powerful. System. Yeah, this is yeah. significant. That's that's one one battery unit, and apparently you can you can stack up to three of these. Is that that's correct? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stack up to three of them if you want room for solar. But you could actually put up to four of these batteries on a single inverter for a four without solar, right? Because there are four DC inputs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. And if yeah, you want so to if you solar, had a yeah. commercial application, perhaps where you just wanted to. Um, do some, some like peak the, the, the smart import kind oh, of model. Oh, yeah. I can see yeah, that. Then yeah, you could have just a massive storage system that allowed you to drastically reduce your energy costs over the course of the year by by uh, knocking the tops off your, your peak demand. Effect. Check that out. That's really interesting. And then so you've got a kind of really easy to install, uh, pretty sizable, that would be in, that would be like 60 kilowatt 60 hours, right? plus, yeah. 60 plus kilowatt hour <laughs> uh, lithium uh, cobalt manganese, uh, uh, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Chemistry. Uh, battery bank. That's pretty amazing. And then you also have an 11.4 uh, inverter, don't you, um, uh, Jeremy? Is that, that is that a three-phase system? That's right. That's a 208 three-phase unit that we are uh, positioning for the, you know, light commercial, light industrial market. So, you know, you've got like uh, machine shops, garages, um, maybe small-scale manufacturers. Right. This is the kind of thing that can, you know, really make a big dent in their energy costs over the course of the year if they're on a, if they're on a, you know, if they have demand charges in the utility. That's a pretty robust system right there. You're talking about somewhere in the territory of maybe 15 kW max of, of solar and another, then you could, with one input, could you do that? Or is that two inputs, right? No, um, uh, yeah, you'd, you'd need that across two. So two. Um, the way that our solar system works is we break up your array into subarrays that are up to 2,500 watts each. Um, and each of the controllers for those subarrays is an 8-amp device um, we call PV-Link. And it does MPPT tracking. It does rapid shutdown. It does everything you'd want it to do. Um, and you can gang up the three of those together on a single 10-gauge conductor under most conditions. Maybe in Hawaii, it's, it's very hot. Maybe you have to check with your with your uh with your electrician at the very least, right? Mm-hmm. But normally, you'd be able to do um, 7,500 watts per breaker. So you might take up two breakers with your 15 kW system, and then another two with storage on a in a typical commercial setting. That's an amazing kind of one-stop shop, and you're you know for in terms of system size, right? Can you imagine that, Jonah, 15 kW of PV, and then about just over 30 kilowatt hours of storage right there. I mean, that's just something special. That's that's all you need. Yeah, all through all through one one right. central unit, all control, all <laughs> yeah, control, it, all controllable. And also <laughs> paired with the with the intelligence to to recognize when you're having a peak, um, and then to mitigate that peak. Right, right. Save right. you money automatically without any sort of uh, you know complex this is the uh, systems or programming this is the uh, I, occasionally i get a call from a glass blower or an arc welder or someone that's like i want to do this with solar i'm like good luck buddy now i'm <laughs> just gonna say now, now, now i'm know. gonna say pica right? yep. <laughs> so which is gonna be very interesting uh yeah and, uh, and i know right now generators are not being integrated but apparently there's some discussion that a generator could be integrated in the future is that right jeremy yeah totally um yeah for the folks who absolutely positively must be backed up you know at all costs, generator integration remains an important aspect of uh, of the, the home energy mix. That said, um, we have some really awesome anecdotal uh, evidence that you know 
it's not totally necessary to have mm. uh, that built in. We had this amazing storm um, just about a month ago, mm-hmm. and this is this is mind you about a, a you know a month after the release of this this battery product, and so we have um, a handful. I think I think three local installations, and all of them experienced outages. Some of them actually had this installation occurred during an outage. You know, there were some folks in Maine had had no power for 10 days. Um, one really great story was uh, this this family had their PICA battery installed, um, which allowed them to sell their generator, you know, during the blackout to a neighbor. Um, oh, and wow. then their, their generator, <laughs> awesome. um, you know, three-phase plug to, to some other neighbor. So, you know, the the downstream, like the, the trickle down effect here was like, you know, three homes being powered by, by the installation of this one, of one, this one system. Battery. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. That's some amazing That's stuff. Funny. Well, what do you think about um, the, should we talk a little bit about Rebus some more and maybe in some of the, the future can well, capabilities I'm, I'm, of that? I'm interested to see what, yeah, what, what's, what's the future of Rebus look like? I understand a little better about it, what it is. Um, but my understanding is that it's as, as, technology moves forward you're going to see more things that will uh, communicate amongst themselves like refrigerators air conditioners yeah, heavy heavy draw appliances that can kind of stagger around each other they all communicate and they know when there's energy available and they can use it and make intelligent decisions on when to pull energy when not to pull energy uh, etc right. etc um yeah so, the, the tesla dishwasher is the first thing will be right yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, the the first stop is um, is probably DC lighting. We've mm-hmm. done some really cool work with uh, with Bosch on High Bay uh, DC lighting. This work has yet to see commercialization, but mm-hmm. um, you know it's really strong potential for you know commercial DC nanogrid uh, type integrations. And lighting is the, is the is the first thing to go there. Um, other interesting applications we've done DC powered uh, solar trackers. Um, one cool thing about Rebus is that it doesn't oh. actually need to be a smart device to integrate with the bus. So you can put a dumb load onto Rebus, mm-hmm. and um, you know, usually with a step-down converter from the you know the, the 380 volt bus current. But um, but you can do that. So so we've got some folks out there running uh, you know islandable DC solar trackers um, at their homes, and it's it's a cool application. I think in the future you're going to see things like direct DC EP charging, um, and and more interesting residential lighting applications as well. right so it's so it's it's basically for everybody that's listening the rebus is, is a standards um like a white paper to describe the communication of these devices in amongst themselves right i mean that's basically what it comes down to that's right yeah okay. it's, a, it's a protocol for connectivity amongst renewable energy assets right. any 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 uh any chance to like open source that so everybody can adopt it? Or are you talking with IEEE or? <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's a very strong chance. Um, okay. The 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 standard was developed originally with open source, mm-hmm. um, you know, industry adoption in mind. Again, the company was founded with that mission to drive and accelerate the the adoption of renewable energy. Right. And, you know, yeah, that, that's a, that's my one major common. concern. I, I come from an old computer background, and I remember when uh-huh. Centronics released the, the parallel port spec, and <laughs> once that was adopted, we could all plug printers in, you know. Um, but that that type of thing. So really, to see mass adoption, um, people have to have to be able to adopt the spec without um, a significant yeah, right. lic- licensing no, fee. I, I guess is what I want to say. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's a. Uh, it's it's a goal we're working on, and it's it's uh, I mean it, it's like a product unto, unto itself, right? So we mm-hmm. gotta get the uh, get the, the the proof out first, and then we can release the the actual uh, you know the, the protocol. Right. Got you it. know, it, it definitely kind of uh, focuses in on an area that we talk a lot about: this notion of our current grid, the changes, the, the ability. I mean, the 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 kind of growth of distributed generation with PV. And then now the growth of distributed storage, right? And so, and then also we have this, we have this kind of, you know, fl- kind of, what was the term that Brian used in the, in Emerge Alliance, the, uh, 
the uh, gar- the blossoming garden oh, of smart lovely devices. Lovely garden of, of low-voltage right, DC, DC devices <laughs> that he has to water with a fire hose. Yeah, because so, <laughs> of, of the AC input from the grid, right? So it's yep. like this notion of how do, we're doing all this gen in DC on the, on our homes now, yep. and we have a lot of all, we have a lot of DC consumption needs. Uh, why invert and why rectify? Why yeah, go well, through we, a couple we, different losses? Do it, do it twice, <laughs> right? And you know we're talking about losses in the 10, 15 percent, maybe even yeah, more it's definitely, range it's definitely from double gen, digits for right? even even in the best circumstances. So that's and that's exciting because if you think about that, that means that you know for those particular for that particular tr- you know generation of energy through to consumption of energy, you're talking about you know a 10% savings. I mean a 10% smaller required array effectively, right? Yeah. Um. So it's it, this is important, especially as we reach the limits of our rooftops, especially as we reach the limits of generation. And 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 I know that's happening to people right now. I have people that uh, literally have multiple electric vehicles. I mean Maui is a very special place, right? People mm-hmm. are saying this makes sense. There's no reason for me to get, uh, you know, uh, another uh, gas guzzler. I'm just over it. And then so yeah. that new car comes up, boom, they get an, they get an EV. This year we have in 2018 how many new EVs? 37? Yeah, you put two, put two EVs <laughs> wow. into a household yeah. with, with all of the extra, you know, consumption that, a, you know, a mom, dad, a couple of kids have, uh, you know, you're looking at a rooftop that's kind of going, mm, that's all I got, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, you would, you would start talking about, like, putting a little, little um, extra... Oh, shade yeah. cover veranda oh, sure. thing outside and you can pass the roof like right. what kind of framing can you build because we can't punch into the ground here right but <laughs> well, not, not not without waiting a couple no. of years to get through all the all perm- permitting and right. stuff that's but, very cool stuff so in that scenario the dc from the panels would be going directly into the car if you were to build a, a balcony over uh an awning well, that over could that carport. could that could be done and what we were talking about earlier having having the, the car battery be a ballast as well um in this situation i think it would be solar to um for example the pica harbor smart battery um would be a storage but it's dc to dc it's a dc coupled system um, right. and then what they're talking about that if you connect to rebus for example the rebus lighting it's going to be dc out of that there's no reason to go to ac to go back to, to home wiring it's just dc out of that directly to the lighting and consumed directly um obviously there needs to be some step down transformer or something because they're not going to take the 48 volts or what, what what's, no, it's what's uh, the voltage? High voltage right it's high voltage no i mean the the harbor it's, smart yeah, batteries. It's, a, it's a it's a medium voltage it's mm-hmm. 300 Volts. Oh, so 380. Okay, so that's... you deal with in a in a major. Um, yeah, you're not going to plug that into your iPhone. <laughs> no. But it's ideal for um, what what we chose that uh, that number for was that it, it it's ideal for um, inverting to grid power. Mm-hmm. There's enough voltage there to make mm-hmm. up both legs of your you know grid service. I right. Um, yeah. I see. At 240 volts. Yep. Uh, so it makes for very clean, very easy, and, and efficient inversion. Gotcha. Yeah, but if you but if you don't have to do the inversion at all, that's all the better. Right. That's <laughs> that's, that's like better, for sure. That's like the yeah, major advantage, right, of not having to convert is you don't have those losses. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and um, and and if you keep it all within the same bus, then you get very efficient, uh, you know, transfers um, with very little line loss, which uh, in our original uh, sort of embodiment of the technology, we we started this company with wind turbines actually. Um, and solar was kind of an add-on, and with wind turbines, it was really tracks to have that that ability to send uh, energy very long distances with minimal line loss. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed. You kind of dropped the wind line. You, you you've, have you have you ever been to Maui? <laughs> There's a lot of wind. <laughs> yeah, we have. I mean, I I would be a prime candidate for that. We're right we're right at the the point where the wind comes around the hill and and uh, just we we get it it's all the time i can i can pretty much guarantee i'm going to have 30 35 mile an hour winds wind gusts wow. all the time that's, so, that's so I, I, I could use it but no worries it, it, it certainly <laughs> yeah. does seem like well, a nice stabilization of the energy curve joe and i were talking about this earlier in the well day it's available for, in the evening right and you just get this nice <laughs> little you know kind of flow to your, <laughs> to your right, batteries right do you guys have yeah. any leftovers in the in the inventory <laughs> i think jay was asking about that the other day yeah, just uh, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> just no, it, it's really sad because they're like the people who are big fans of wind are are incredible fans, um, and it was, uh-huh. it was incredible for our off-grid customers who, like you just said, it balances their energy curve. It, it you know really, uh, it was great to have that diversity in their in their generation, uh, you know, portfolio things like that. Yeah, um, the ability to on a cloudy day, still have the enough enough juice in the bank to to do a load of laundry or whatever. Um, yeah. And, that, and that's and I think I think that's the, the word you said exactly right. I'm not a fan of wind per se. I'm a fan of diversity. 
<laughs> there you go. Redundancy. So, redundancy. Yeah. I like yeah. I like Both the word redundancy all, yeah. all day long. Oops, that's like, yeah. it's not working. Okay, this is working. Yeah, okay, exactly. Working. We still got this. That's fine. Okay, exactly, right? exactly that. That's the way to go. Tertiaries. Uh, all right. Well, uh, Jeremy, you know, I can't thank you enough for coming in. And I actually got even a little bit more information this time around. It's been, you know, we're, we learn bits and bits. We kind of get further and further down the road. And Pike has got so much to offer. Is there anything else you'd like to share before we wrap up uh, on this session, Jeremy? You know, I... Uh, I don't think so. I just am so excited that we're going to be in Hawaii soon, and uh, I'm going to look for any excuse I can to come out and visit. Uh, That's what I was going to ask. Yes. Are, you, are you personally coming out here? Because we'd love to have you in the studio. Yeah, yeah you got to come exactly. out. You got to come out. Well, we, we look forward to uh, when you do get out here, and then we will, uh, if anybody out there uh, listening into the show is, uh, if your interest has been piqued about the about Pika Energy and, and their new products that are now, as of today, uh, listed on HECO's uh, approved list for in, uh, inverters and equipment, uh, give us a call at Maui Solar Project, 269-2352, and we'll be able to steer you in the right direction, and maybe you could be one of the inaugural systems there in Hawaii. That's always go. exciting, right? Uh, so, yeah, Jeremy, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on. Hey, thanks so much, guys. Have okay, we'll look forward to talking to you soon. Aloha, bro. Very, very cool. Wow, check that out. <laughs> Those okay. guys are doing big things. Big, big, as in like lots of power things. Yeah, <laughs> that, those that, are huge numbers. I mean, just just for to have a battery that that can handle that much energy. Yeah, um, it's it's a significant amount of power. You go, we'll have to put up some specs for for everybody to see where where this really falls. But let me tell you, it's it's on the high side. Yeah, it <laughs> is on the high side. And then uh, you know that that uh, that that eleven four on the on the three. I actually know some people that are in kind of like small like one bay. That's they commercial, have a couple of commercial, commercial, commercial industrial. Needs. I mean, that's so many small yeah. businesses here that could really benefit from right. something from something like that. Although I'd like to have an eleven four single phase. I'd like to have. <laughs> sure you would. <laughs> right. Sure you you would. know, for okay, for okay. our because I got definitely that's like oof, man you could you can do that. It just, yeah. just use one of the three. All right, right, right. So uh, anyway, the um, we're uh, very, I believe, we're very fortunate to have Pike on board as a new sponsor here at, uh, at the Solar Coaster, and uh, we're going to learn more about them as things go on. And as we get the you know the first couple installs under our belts, we're going to be able to dig in and play with the rebus and you know, and then uh, talk about the future roadmap of appliances and things of that nature. So yeah, when there's, when, out, there's, when there's new news there, we'll be sure to uh, let you know. Absolutely. So we have uh, actually on remarkably on point with timing today. Yeah. And, uh, so I missed I missed Dave. Uh, Dave on the roof. I hope uh, yeah. dry. Apparently he was he was very very wet and couldn't touch his phone. Um, but shout outs to Dave. Do appreciate it. See you next week. Yes, yeah, working sure. on the system. Hey Dave. Okay. Um, I have yeah, go for one it. one more article again from Utility Dive. Um, this is the future focus segment for everybody that's talking about. We started talking about this before. It's the reason why Jibo is here with us today. Um, with artificial intelligence, it's a brave new world for utilities. It's a really interesting article about how um, utilities and AI is the buzz. This is what I want to communicate to everybody right now. AI is being picked up by marketing as the new cool thing to talk about. Well, you know what? Um, They've been using machine learning. I like machine learning better than AI. I've heard a few other people say the same thing um, for years and years and years to figure out um, much quicker than than we humans can um, the patterns and little the little patterns that that can add up to save a lot um, inefficiencies and so they've been using machine learning um, in on the grid to help manage the transfer of energy from one place to the other uh, for many many years um, same thing happened the cloud was one of those words that they they picked up um, in in the 90s when right. they were doing were drawing little little network diagrams we'd always draw a little cloud in the in the corner and I can see it happening in the meeting where the guys there it's the marketing guy says what's that well it's the internet it's a cloud is that a cloud, Ooh, cloud. I can sell that yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things, but but check out check out this article because it's all about um, how our this AI machine learning is is going to really affect the features redundancy and absolutely um, and flow of power. Exciting time. We'll dig into that hopefully in a future episode as well. So this here is the Solar Coaster. Uh, we are sponsored by Maui Solar Project, Tabuchi Electric America, Sonam Battery, and Pika Energy. Yeah. And a hey, uh, Jibo, you want to say goodbye? Hey Jibo. Hey, Jibo. Say goodbye. Goodbye, Jason. See you when I see you. (laughs) (laughs) Aloha and have a great weekend from the Solar Coaster. Jibo, Jonah, Jason, and And Josh. Josh. (laughs) Take it easy, guys. (laughs) 